from the streets of Cincinnati, welcome to the jungle! to the show this is sports with strawberry ice i'm your host the ice man jeff trenopole and as always i bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of cincinnati ohio home of the afc north champion cincinnati Bengals. now do me a favor if you found the show hit that like and subscribe button smash that thumbs up i'm up to 1657 subscribers that is awesome i appreciate every single one of you guys now if you watch on facebook or twitter do me a favor Go to YouTube channel Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button. Hit the bell for notification. Every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also exclusively in the YouTube chat crew, we're doing Super Chats. So if you guys want to ask Deontay Smith, my special guest today, anything, give us a Super Chat. I would greatly appreciate it. Also supports what I'm doing. And I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave. The Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, I am very, very excited about this. I've been trying, I've been doing the show for three years. I've been trying to get a Bengal player on there. And finally, Deontay Smith has been gracious enough to come on the show with me. So let's get to him. Here's Deontay. Deontay, what's going on, man? How you doing? Nothing much. How you doing? Good. I really appreciate you coming on the show. This is awesome. Most definitely, and I appreciate the invite. So, we talked about this a little bit before uh, we went on the air, but can you believe it's been a year? You've been in the NFL. We just finished the draft The draft just past weekend. You've been in the NFL for a whole year. Can you believe that already? Yeah, it's crazy. That is really crazy. Uh, it's really just a blessing, but uh, just to really think about it and process it, it's been a year. Yeah, it's exactly. really a blessing. It's crazy. Exactly. Exactly. Now let's get to to your your draft day. Uh, you know, it's a very special day. I mean, I'm sure your family was around you, and 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 all, all that. And and just what did that mean? And how did you get the phone call? And just just what was that like the day you got drafted? 
just the day I got drafted, uh, it was day three. I just remember waking up, just waking up with uh, being optimistic and just being eager and excited. And I just remember I was getting a plate of food and my phone started ringing and I'm like, wow. And I just answered the call and I was looking for my mom and she was already crying. And I just started talking to, <laughs> I just started talking to Coach Taylor and, uh, and it was a dream come true. That's awesome. That's all. Awesome. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine that. I mean, I, I think that would be unbelievable. And, and, and I do remember you saying that when, when, when you got your, your draft day interview with, with the press, you said the same thing. You're getting a plate of food when, when they called you, like of all times <laughs> to, to call you. But of course, I mean, hell, Dax uh, Hill, I think he was in the bathroom this last time when, when, <laughs> when the Bengals tried to call him. So, but I mean, you never know when you're going to go. So, you know, it's kind of hard know. to, right, exactly. It's kind of hard to, to figure it out. Now, did you have the idea that you, that it would be the Bengals or, you know, that, that would be drafting you or did you have a good feeling or? Um, I knew I had conversations with the Bengals. I knew uh, uh, Ben Martin had come down to see me during my pro day. He had done some drills with me during my pro day. So I knew the Bengals were definitely a team that were interested in me. Interested in me. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, the question moved forward here, and, and, and we went to the Super Bowl, and I'll get to, to your Super Bowl experience here in a minute, but we went to the Super Bowl, and, and everybody's, you know, our whole thing is we got to fix the offense line. We got to fix the offense line. Well, we got three new guys in there. And now there's only like one spot open. And I am a big proponent for you to be our starting left guard next year. Some people say I'm crazy. You know, it might not be. But do you prefer – I might ask you, do, do you want to start? Because I'm sure you want to start. But do you prefer guard to tackle or does it really matter? Uh, for me, you know, it's just where the cards lie, that's where they lie. And uh, I'm just going to do my best to uh, show my talents and, and uh, continue to improve and, and be ready when my time is called. So yeah, I'm that's awesome. That's continue that's- to work. Exactly. That's the best attitude to, to have. Just put your head down, let it work, and 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 God will take care of the rest, right? Hey, Amen. That's, that's how that's how I plan on going about it. Exactly. It's worked out so far. <laughs> so what, what's it like uh, uh, playing for Frank Pollock? Because because I've seen him like I'm like I can't tell you how many times when I was outside practice he was walking out with you. <laughs> you you guys were talking. <laughs> I, I remember one time I was like, Hey Frank, I think I'll tell you. He goes. I was like, you like that thing? He goes, yeah, this guy's really good. I like him a lot. <laughs> like, what's it like playing for Frank? Uh, I, I like playing with Frank a lot. You know, he just uh, – he played, so he, he understands a lot. And, uh, you know, he's a very detailed coach, and, and it just he, – he intrigues your mind. He makes you want to learn more about the game. He makes you really want to know exactly, you know what I mean, what's going on so you can be the best you can, you, you can be. And he's also like, you know – he pays attention to the little things to help each and every player get better at whatever they need to get better at. So I appreciate that. That's a good coach. That's awesome. Now, Jackpot Joey here, Matty Myers, the guy who's usually outside of practice with me. We're the ones that have been giving you guys the Jackpot Joey stuff. And uh, he, he said he said you're one of the most gracious guys on the team. And I, I agree. I mean, you you are always very nice to us every time we're out there because, you know, we're just a couple of crazy guys today. We're Bengals fans. We, we we love, you know, you know talking to you guys or anything. You always – Say hi and give us a, a, a time of day, and I, we always really appreciate that. No, most definitely. And for me, it's just like I'm excited too. So y'all excite me. Uh, you know, I haven't been in the opportunity to see as many fans as I have. You know what I mean? Going out to practice and stuff like that. So that's exciting to me, uh, especially, you know, days where, you know, you feel like you had a better day and you, you got better or something. So, you know what I mean? That's just like it's just a good day, you know what I mean? Right, exactly, exactly. Now, I thought the cool thing was that you said there's the jackpot Joey stuff is in the Bengals locker room. And I just geek out on that. I think that's so cool. Something <laughs> that I'm I'm a part of that Bengals players wear. I just I got to put that out there. I, I like that a lot. So, no, all right, definitely. let's get to let's get to to Joe Burrow and, and protecting jackpot here. What what is it like? What is Joe like? Because everybody sees him, Joe Cool. You know, he's Joe Burr, Joey Ice, whatever that you know. We call him Jackpot. I like that. That's the best one I like. But what what is Joe like? Is he is he as cool as as he is? He looks like nice and relaxed and calm and I so I mean that's exactly who Joe is, and that's exactly who I I've seen it from him, and what everybody else is saying. He's just a cool guy, very humble guy, and uh, Joe works. Joe is very serious about his work, and I I appreciate that too. So, you know, I I believe Joe is a great leader. He'll be, you know, what I mean, a very very great player for a long time. Exactly, and I think that's a lot with the whole team. I think there's a lot of guys just like you who are there just to put your head down, go to work. And, and do what's best for the team. And that led us all the way to the Super Bowl this year. So, I mean, what was that like? You're a rookie. Dude, you're a rookie. Are you, and you get to go to the Super Bowl for the first time ever. I mean, guys play, you know, 17, 18 years and never get to go. You get to go your first year. Like, how cool was that? 
Uh, it just was an amazing blessing, and I was just excited. Just to, you know, everything didn't really set in until after the season, because you know you're you're in playoff mode, you're working, you're grinding week to week, and you're just working to get better and just keep making it to the next game so we can get this championship. But uh, you know, when it finally set in for me after the season, it was just like wow. That's an amazing season to have as a rookie. And, and the fact that I was able to get a, a few plays in the Super Bowl, that's just a blessing within itself. I just appreciated that moment. Exactly. Now, now, how are you, how are you feeling? Are you all, are you all nice and healthy? Everything everything back back to normal is, you know, being a football player as normal can be? Most definitely. I'm ready. Awesome, I'm, awesome. I'm excited. Dude, I, I, I am ecstatic. I cannot wait to get out there because I, I am out here on Twitter. And out here on the on the channel, and I'm defending you guys because we have so many people going, oh, it was a fluke. You know, oh, you guys got lucky. I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't go to Tennessee, in Tennessee, and shut down the run game. You don't go into Kansas City and hold them to three points the both times in the second half, both times you face them. That's not a fluke. And I know, and I hope I got a chip on my shoulder, and I'm not even part of the team. I'm just a fan. I hope you guys have a huge chip on your shoulder, and you're, you're out to prove everybody wrong again that it's not last year was not a fluke. Uh, most definitely, we always have a chip on our shoulder. There's always uh, a work mentality when we come in, and I just feel like, you know what I mean? Last year, our goal was the Super Bowl. You know, our goal hasn't changed this year, and uh, we're just going to continue to work and continue to get better. Exactly. Yeah, got to get that ring. I I, I I, can't wait. I mean, like I said, I've, I'm a little older. I've, I've watched this team, unfortunately, lose three Super Bowls. <laughs> so I'm ready I'm ready for us to win one, man. I'm ready for it. I, I, I can always taste it. I mean, I, I just think you guys are going to – Ball out this year. Well, everything's gotta, everybody's gotta stay healthy and all that stuff. But you know, I think it's gonna be a, a an awesome. You gotta awesome take it one day at a time. You know, just take it one day at a time and and just let the cards fall where they fall and take them from there. Exactly. That, that's see, that's what's good. You you have that mentality. Me, I'm like, oh, we're gonna win the whole thing. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. But you know, I'm just a fan, so. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's the mentality you guys have to have to have is you know one day at a time. Put your head down and go to work. And I, I think that's the culture that that Zach Taylor has installed in there. What is Zach Taylor like uh, to, to play for him? Uh, coach Taylor's a, a great coach. I, I see he's a very, like, personable guy. Not personable guy, but, like, you know what I mean? He's a very easy-to-talk-to guy. He, he's a cool guy, and, uh, you know, he's a good coach you would like to play for. So I appreciate Coach Taylor also as a, as a coach. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Now, you went to Eastern Carolina. Now, I'm a Bearcat fan, so both our schools <laughs> – I went to UC. Uh, both our schools in the are in the American Athletic Conference – so we, we've we've played it well. I didn't play, but my school played your school. Um, but what was what was it like playing at Eastern Carolina? I know you're, you're you're from Georgia and you went to to East Carolina to play. But what, what was East Carolina? What, what was that experience like? Uh, yeah, it's, it's East Carolina. They're gonna kill me for not correcting you too. It's East Carolina. But uh, oh, sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> sorry, I do that all. No, the time. no, no, no. You're good. You're good. But it was a it was an amazing experience. Uh, it's farther away from home than uh other schools that I, I was getting offers from. So it allowed me to go out and grow into myself. And, uh, you know, I grew into a more of a leader at ECU. So I appreciate the relationships and friendships that I made there. This was a good school for me. I liked right. the Cincinnati games when we came and played Cincinnati and they would come down. So, you know I mean? It just was a good experience for me. Exactly. Now, now, did I get this right? Did you wrestle, wrestle in college <clears throat> or were you just wrestling in high school? No, I wrestled in high school. High school. Okay. So, so does that translate? A lot of people say that translates – to offensive line play, you know, the leverage and all that stuff. Is, is that you think that helped you out a lot? Uh, you learn more about body control and and, and uh, what your body is able to do at that point. Now you can always work to improve, but uh, a lot about body control and you do learn about leverage and, and you learn how to use your hands more efficiently sometimes. So, you know, what I mean, it, it can be a big help. Right, right. Now, just let everybody know it's in the chat. You guys are blowing the chat up. So. I'm having a hard time picking and choosing which which questions to ask. So I'm trying to get them up there. If you guys want to give me a super chat, it makes it a lot easier just to let everybody know because we got a whole bunch of people in the chat here. We can try to get to some of the uh some of the questions here. If you got you got you got enough time here, we're about 14 minutes in. You got a little bit more time or most definitely we can get to a few questions. Okay, let's see here. Cause uh let's see here. I had one. Okay, here. This is from my, my seat neighbor, Dale Altman. He said uh he said his hand is Sam Humber, Hubbard. As handsome as he as uh, close up as my wife thinks he is. <laughs> that's a no comment on that. <laughs> of all the questions, that's the first one I pick. I know. <laughs> oh, a second. I know I had one on here. Uh, okay, here we go. Let's go to Crip. He said, uh, "Mr. Smith, 
Uh, is national media wrong about the Browns and Blackburns family? Are the owners <laughs> awesome to work for? Sorry to put you on the spot like that. Uh, it's no problem to put me on the spot. I'm not. I'm not too much aware of the situation he's talking about, and you know, what I mean, I, I don't really want to elaborate. So, Go, <laughs> I'm not what? on the spot about that one. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I think, I think for most teammates that I've heard, the Brown, the Brown family are, are great to work for, from what I've, I've heard of. From I've heard, no, yeah, Mr. Good. Brown, from from what I've had, oh, well, my experience with him has been a, a good dude. So that's all there I can say from my experience. Perfect. Let's get the great. This is what I was trying to find earlier. Greg uh, <coughs> uh, Luther said, "Deontay, what teammate has been the biggest mentor for you?" Uh, last year, Xavier Sulfilo was a big mentor to me. Uh, just a great vet. Uh, just uh, was able to help. You know, what I mean, in different ways. It was just adjusting to being in the NFL. Awesome, awesome. All right, I got no one here. Uh, where'd he go? Oh, yeah, here you go. Um, from Honest Fan, uh, ask Deontay, who's the strongest O lineman in the locker room? Which you got three new ones. Do you even know that yet? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I, I can't tell you who the strongest is. I can't put a number, uh, a name to that one. Do you, so, do you guys have a lot, a lot of, uh, like, Everybody does competition, you know, so we got a lot of competition in that room. I know there's competition for playing time and everything, but do you guys compete like in the weight room? Uh, you know, I don't know if you guys compete running or I mean, is there a lot of competition just between the offensive line guys? Uh, you know, competition is just a part of anything, but you know, uh, mainly we just be in the weight room just working to try to, you know, what I mean, everybody's working not to have any injuries or anything, just have a clean workout, get stronger, and everything. So you, you're pushing each other, but uh. You know, not necessarily a, a competition. Right, right. I got you. Now, we talked about what college you went to. Now, well, you're from, uh, you said it before one of the areas. You're from, uh, is it Athens, Georgia? Is that, that where you're from? I'm from Augusta, Georgia. That's the that going I, I, I knew it was one of those two. I got, I got family. My, my brother-in-law used to be uh, stationed uh, down down that direction. I, I, kept, I kept getting Augusta and Athens confused all the time. But what was it like growing up down there in Georgia? I mean, this weather up here is... I think a lot different than, than Georgia weather. Oh, <laughs> um, you know, Georgia, I love Georgia. That's where I'm from. Uh, that's, that's where I was born and raised. And, and uh, I just felt like my family and, and the people, my friends and, and the people that I met down there helped mold me to, to be the man I am today, along with the other experiences I've had at East Carolina, all of them kind of helped me grow me and build me to who I am today. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, you've been on for about 17 minutes. I don't want to keep you any longer. Deontay, I extremely I appreciate this a ton. I would love to have you on again sometime if you got time. But again, I appreciate it a lot. Most definitely. I appreciate you for having me on. No problem, man. Who day? Who day? All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. He said it could only give about uh, 15, 17 minutes, 20 minutes around there. So that's that's all I can, all I can get. That's what I was going to take. So I have, like I said, you guys are blowing up. The uh the chat I you know I tried to get everybody up there and I first one I asked is what day I had <laughs> like oh my god <laughs> uh, anyway that was cool I hope you guys liked it um so I've had a lot of stuff uh, on here I had Jim Breach on here earlier today I had Sarah Lee on here earlier today now I had Deontay Smith so I have a first bangle hopefully this is a, a beginning of more but like I said I think it's so cool that yeah try try to get Jerry B on right William I'd love to get Jerry B on. Jackpot! If you're if you're out there, come on my show. Um, but I think it's awesome that the Bengals players are reaching out to to the fans. Like you know, like I said, uh, Mike Hilton tweeted out uh, two days ago, and I missed it. He tweeted out at like eleven o'clock at night that you know he wanted to go on some uh, 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 fans a podcast, and I'm asleep by then. I go to bed because I got to be at work at like three o'clock in the morning, so I missed it. Shout out to Greg Luther for uh, for tagging me on that, so I saw it. So I, I messaged him, but I think it's too late. He's been on a couple other ones, but that's cool. I think he's been on, he's been on Ace and Zim's show on. And I know uh, 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 Clark Harris has been on a couple of different ones. I, I think Willie Lutz has got, uh, I think a couple of draft picks coming on. So I think it's really, really cool that all this stuff is happening. And, and these guys are reaching out to the fan base. And, and it's just, it's just refreshing because, dude, when I was a kid, we never got any kind of interaction with this, with these guys, you know? I mean, they were just, they were like, legends and they weren't like real but these people these guys are real like Deontay is as real as it gets dude and that, that was awesome so anyway I'm glad you guys liked it like I said I tried to to do the best I can it's a little nervous a little bit and like I said I apologize for not getting your guys's uh comments on as much as I can dude Derek Crip I dude I'm 
I'm trying, man. He, I even, I think I even emailed him, man. I, I, because he said he's another one. Because Yante got my card. Darren has my card. Shooter has my card. <laughs> so maybe since I got Deontay on, maybe Darren will come on. I don't know. I would love to have that. Well, oh, dude, I would, I would love to have Jackpot. If I had Jackpot on here, I would probably freak out. <laughs> Just to be honest, I'd be like, holy smokes. That would be so cool. I might have a hard time talking. Eh, probably not. I, I like to talk a lot. So we'll see what happens. But whoo, that was fun. <laughs> how red is my face? Is it pretty red? No, this, asking how red my face is on the po- podcast is, is really good. Anyway, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Let's get to some of the comments here. William, uh, people are still sleeping on the Bengals, like Hilton says. Let them sleep on us because they know how good we are. Exactly, man. Ja, it's red. Yeah, I know. My face is really red. I know. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, exactly. I, I did a uh, – Mike Hilton said this, I think he said it last week or week before. I, I did a little story on it where I'm like, Dude, it's not a fluke. You know, last year was like, why not us? This year, no fluke. What's it a fluke? We're going to prove prove you wrong. And the thing is, I, people say that. I'm like, it's not a fluke when you go to Tennessee and to Kansas City and you beat them. It's not a fluke. I Like, I don't see how you – what was flukish about it? They kept Kansas City to three points in the second half. You know? I, I just – yeah, I, I'm with you, Underground. I love being good. Yeah. Keep pushing us. That's awesome. Dale, <laughs> Dale, you're fine, dude. I was just like, oh, I, I'll ask the ask questions. Like, oh, shit. Like, that's probably one I shouldn't ask. <laughs> anyway, uh, William, you said, I hope we beat Tampa by 20. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. Well, I'm glad that it's not, that game did not get moved overseas because I'm going to that game. Um, I'm hoping from what I think, I think it's going to be around Thanksgiving. I'm hoping it's like Thanksgiving night. That's, my prediction now, if you guys watch my show at all, my predictions here lately have sucked. Leonard Mom, Kobe Bryant, none of them came. There's no Bearcat even came to the Bengals. So <laughs> my predictions have not worked out very good at all. My prediction now is Deontay, uh, Deontay uh, Smith uh, to be the guard. Jen says, No, what? Oh, oh, Mrs. Ice jumps on. Oh, okay. Now you want to jump on. Okay. She's laughing. I can hear her upstairs laughing. I think we'll, we'll make a bet again. And you know, if you guys remember last year, we made a bet and it was preseason. This this year, it's a real. It's for real. It's on. We'll make another bet and and I don't know. We'll, we'll figure something out. It'll be fun. Anyway, I'm planning on going to that game. It's going to be a blast. My sister-in-law has um, season tickets, so I'm so happy that it's not um, a overseas game. That makes you feel right, just come on, go see it. So I'm happy. Uh, let's see, a Brian. What's up here? They got a taste of the championship. That won't be enough for this team. Exactly. I'm like, that's where I'm at. I'm like, they, like Deontay said on here, said their goal last year was the Super Bowl. They It wasn't just to go to the Super Bowl. Their goal was to win the Super Bowl. Their goal is the same thing this year. Plus, oh, I don't know. Our offensive line got better. Oh, I don't know. Our secondary got better. Yes, we may lose Jesse Bates and Von Bell next year. That's next year. This year, this team is stacked. It is stacked. Like, I think it's one of the most talented teams in football. You look at the speed on this team that we have, this just throughout the whole team, not just counting the secondary, the guys they just picked up. Lou Anarumo and his morphing defense is going to be able to do whatever, ever they want. The Amoeba defense, ever, whatever. He's going to be able to move guys here, move guys there, move guys over there. You're never going to know where anybody's coming from. It's going to be a ton of fun, I think, to watch Lou Anaruma and this Amoeba defense. It's going to be ridiculous. Like, our defense, let's not forget, the reason this all happened last year was because of our defense. It really wasn't because of our offense. I mean, yes, we had games where they were where they were really good, but we were never consistent. And I know people were on here asking me, well, when are they going to get consistent? I kept saying, when the offensive line gets better. The offensive line is going to get a lot better. Joe Burrow is going to have a lot of time back there. Now, granted, everybody has to stay healthy. You know, if we go and get injured like the Rappers did last year, we'll see. We'll see. Let's see here. Uh, no, she doesn't, Dale. What's wrong with you? He said, Mrs. Ice deserves a spa day this week for putting up with us. <laughs> she likes putting up with us. I mean, she's been putting up with me for 25 years. <laughs> Richard, I love CJ. CJ. 
But we own the Jets. We owe the Jets a butt whip at Houday, baby. Yeah, uh, dude. And this is one thing. I would love to have Mike Hilton on here. If I can ever get Mike Hilton on here, because me and him had a conversation outside of practice. I kind of tweeted him out this. So hopefully, remember, he talked to me. But if you guys remember the Jets game, when Mike Hilton got that, it was a pass interference or it was a late hit or I don't even remember, or target or whatever it was. I can't even remember, remember who it was. What, what the play, but that totally changed the game. And that was a horrendous call. So I'm hoping I'd love to get Mike Hilton on here to talk about that and talk about, you know, how Mike Hilton in, in a year has become one of the voices for the Bengals. I mean, you know, he's been on there constantly, uh, resign Jesse Bates, resign Jesse Bates, which this is something I've been, I've been kind of saying that Jesse Bates is probably gone, but. Now, I don't know, because the safety market is kind of dropping a little bit. So his money might not be as big as him and his his agent thought. Maybe there's a chance. I mean, we still got to July. I think it's July 15th, I think is what it was, until it's over. So I'm telling you, so you're saying there's still a chance. Like, there's still a chance. I don't know. I mean, because just think of this. If the Bengals could somehow resign Jesse Bates and you got Dax in, in the in the, the other safety with him, <laughs> they're going to be cover be able to cover guys from sideline to sideline, and they're both going to hit. It'll be awesome. Mac, yes, you're right. Talk about Mike Hilton. That was the worst call there. It was horrible, completely horrible. I mean, it, it didn't cost us the game. I mean, they could have made plays and should have made plays and beat them, but it changed. The momentum, that's for sure. Crip, what's up? Iceman, what's the talk of the town? Are we getting a new stadium or redoing Paul Brown? Uh, from what I've read, the it's not going to be a new stadium. And this is what I've heard a couple years ago, that I don't even think the Browns family wants a new stadium. They just want the new one, or the one they have, updated. So that's going to come down to city taxes, all that stuff. So I don't know. I I know people are like, oh, they come up with it now. Now they go to the Super Bowl, and now they, they're going to come up and they want, you know, the the stadium upgraded. Well, if you've been listening to me for the last three years, I've been telling you <laughs> that the contract's coming up soon. So we we got to do something, you know, to, to upgrade the, the the stadium. So it has nothing to do with they want to the Super Bowl. Oh, now they want to, you know, upgrade the stadium. No, it's been coming. It's a contract that's been coming up. So we'll see. Paul, what's up here? I believe that Dante is our backup for both tackle spots. I don't think he wants to play guard. All right. Well, he said he'll play wherever wherever the cards fall is what Deontay said. And honestly, I think he'd rather start at guard in the NFL, be a starting guard, than a backup tackle. Because your two tackles, unless one of them gets hurt, they're not going anywhere for three years. And they just signed or extended General Williams. So I, I think he'd rather start. Just my opinion, but he said he'd play wherever, you know, wherever the cards the cards fall. Uh, let's see. William, if we win a super super bowl, they will upgrade more. Um, I don't know if that has anything to do with it or not, to be honest. You know, but uh I the upgrades and the 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 contract of the stadium was coming up regardless if we went to the Super Bowl or not. They're not they're not linked together, you know. So, I mean, I, I, they've been working on us for a couple of years. I mean, it's not – I don't think they go – they have plans that we want to get this done then. Oh, we want the Super Bowl. Okay, we want to get this done. I don't really think it works that way. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I think they've had these plans in the works for a couple of years, just like they had the Ring of Honor, just like they had the uniforms and everything else that they've they've had and and the practice facility. So, which – that was one thing I was right on. I just want to toot my own horn on that toot toot. I did say – Back in the summertime, if they're going to put it, where they're going to put it was a perfect spot because you'd have to tear anything down. Now, it's temporary, but, you know. Let's see. How long How long did Riverfront Stadium exist? Uh, it was from 1970, well, until the Bengals moved out, till it was like, until they changed it till 2000. Now, from 2000 till 2002, they cut it, part of it out and did some stuff so the Reds could play, and they... Built the stadium there, so from from basically intact, we're from from nineteen seventy to two thousand as how long it was. But the thing is, the point with that one was, is it was never 
developed for one team. It wasn't a baseball stadium. It wasn't a football stadium. It was a multi-purpose stadium. And none of those exist anymore. You know, I mean, they got rid of all of those. Us, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. Uh, well, Minnesota had a dome. Uh, there's you know, a couple, but none of the multi-purpose stadium, you know, exist. So, yeah, I mean, it was about 30 years. But, I mean, the thing is, it's not that they have to – it's not structured. There's nothing structurally wrong with Paul Brown Stadium. It's just updating. I mean, just like the Reds update, you know, the stadium all the time, that, that uh, GABP. But when the difference there, the Bengals actually win and the Reds aren't. So, you know, if you win, we'll show up. It doesn't really, ma- doesn't really necessarily matter how great the stadium is. But if they do upgrade it, or when they do, I should say, I would like them to have orange seats. I just think that would be cool because green seats, I kind of understand the concept was because of the jungle, you know, but we're orange and black. And I really don't want to sit in black seats because, you know, September, August, September, it's going to be hot. And which my wife told me, what does it matter? You don't sit in the seats anyway. You stand the entire time, which is true. But when I do sit down, it'd be nice not to burn my, you know what? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see a stranger. That was one slight concrete donut. Yeah, that's all it was. That was a cookie cutter stadium. I mean, if you look at back in the day, I don't know how old everybody is watching me. If you look back in the day to, to Riverfront Stadium and to the vet at Philadelphia and to Pittsburgh, the three, three River Stadium, they all three were the same thing. They're exact, they're pretty much exact same, same thing. There's AstroTurf, concrete field. Both teams played there. There was nothing cool about it. I mean, I, it was where I grew up watching the Bengals and the Reds, so it's you know near and dear to my heart. But I always wanted, a, I always wanted the Reds to have their own baseball stadium. I always wanted the Bengals to have their own football stadium. I thought that was that was cool, you know. I mean, they had the tradition of like Lambeau Field and the tradition of of uh, of of uh, Crosley Field or you know or you know stuff like that. That that, that would be cool, but um. We're working on that. Let's see here. Uh, Tony Daniels. Who day? We are no flukes. Run it back. Exactly. It's not a fluke. And I, I, I keep saying that. And, and that, I would just want to know, I would love if somebody's out there that's watching this. How, what made you think last year was a fluke? What point was there a play? Did the ball magically fall into the Bengals' hands? I mean, yeah, we intercepted it. Because we made plays. It wasn't like it bounced off somebody's helmet and they caught it. We made plays. Jesse Bates made a play in Tennessee. Uh, 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 Eli Apple made a play, made a tackle in, in Kansas City. You know, they made plays. That's how it changed. Burrow equals Lamar. Or you mean Burrow's better than Lamar? I think that's what you mean, Troy. <laughs> uh, I see here. Uh, Troy, do you think Eli Apple is a bad player? No, I don't think he's a bad player. I don't think he's an elite player. I don't think he's, I always say you got the good apple and you got the bad apple. He made some really good plays for us. And if it wasn't for him making that tackle in Kansas city, we wouldn't have won that game. Now you can flip it around. If he didn't get the pass interference, you know, a couple plays before that Kansas city might not been in that, in that position. So, I think Cam Taylor Britt is going to eventually be our starting cornerback, but I, I like Eli Apple. And, and, and if he is the starter of the rest of the year, fine. You know, I, I, in lieu, I trust. So I'm not one that's like, Oh, we got to get rid of him, Dude. We won Super Bowl with him there. And we got, we upgraded in the secondary with our first or second round pick. So if he's not cutting it, Dax or Cam Britton will uh, Taylor will, will take a spot. So that's where I'm at. Uh, I think, I think, I think is a Ravens fan running their mouth. I don't know. I don't know if Troy's a Ravens fan or not. Uh, what are you asking me? What's our starting secondary? Uh, Bates, Bell, Cheetah Bay, Eli Apple. Uh, you throw in Troy Flowers in there and probably Dax. It could be Cam Britton. That's a lot. We get like like Lou said, you can have six, seven DBs out there, and we got six or seven really good ones. So, oh, I wasn't correct. Wait, I was right. What was I right about? Ice man, you're right. <laughs> Hunter Green is not ready. <laughs> Why? He only gave up five home runs today. Crown. 
I don't know. I, I He's more ready now than he was last year. I'll put it that way. There we go. There you go. I am a Ravens fan. Five, five, seven days a week. <laughs> there you go. Oh, welcome. Uh, let's see here. Let's go One Nation. They could be slinging seven DBs. Exactly. Yeah. And the things we're going to have to with, with this, the way all the talent is coming to the AFC and how many good quarterbacks there are in the AFC and how many wide receivers there are. Yeah, we're going to have to. And, and, and Deshaun Watson, I don't know how many games he's going to play. If he comes back and it doesn't take him long to knock the rust off, Deshaun Watson is a good quarterback. Now, can he pick six? I don't know. We'll see. Or him or Taberski. I'm not too worried about them throwing the ball on us. I think the Steelers, excuse me, Squealers are going to run the ball, play defense. Like 1970s football, we're going to run the ball, play defense. So that's where I'm at with them. Um, but the Ratbirds, they, now I know everybody's like, oh, they don't have any deep threats. They don't have any deep threats. I don't think they need deep threats. They're going to run their two tight end offense, and Lamar Jackson is going to kill you with these tight ends they got, is what I think. So I think they're, and this, I'm going back to what Dan Roloski said. He said they're going back to their offense of 2019, where they're pretty productive. That's what I think they're trying to do. No, they, they really have no wide receivers, but it doesn't scare me. No, it doesn't scare me because we got all kinds of DBs that one can cover and two can tackle. So I, I, I cannot wait. And I hope the rapper, I hope you stay healthy. I really do. Cause I want, I want you, to, I want you at your full strength. Cause I don't want to hear this, this stuff. Oh, we were injured last year. Yeah. Yeah. What you are, you were injured. I, that's the truth. Except for the first game when we went to Baltimore and kicked your ass. Other than that, yes, you know. So, <laughs> we'll see here. Uh, Troy, what's up? All I hear every day is Burrow isn't top 10. And Eli Apple lost you guys the Super Bowl. I hate the fact we don't have a Super Bowl because it's like we can't talk sports without them just saying, you don't have a Super Bowl, so you can't talk. That's going to change this year, Troy. It's going to change. We're going to get a Super Bowl. I, I, I'll put it this way. This year is our best shot. Our most talented team is this year. Because I don't know what's going to happen next year. I don't know we're, we're going to be able to have everybody. This year is our best shot. This could be our most talented team. I'm not going to say ever, because you can always add more people and stuff. But with, with, with Jackpot's contract coming up and Chase and Higgins and and, and Boyd's probably going to be gone. Mixing, you know, all these guys that they're probably not going to sign, the ones that they do have to sign. Right now, everybody signed. So this year, I think, is our best shot to win it. So I and I I think we're going to. I, I really do. We'll see here. William, I think the Bengals got something up their sleeves on defense. William, I'm telling you, this Amoeba defense is going to be legit. Because, And this is what – and. I'll just explain this because I because two years ago I kept calling Lou Anarumo Armadillo because I didn't know what he was trying to do. I mean, I, I read, I can't remember, I read so many different articles and, and listen to so many different podcasts, but I read something where he's trying to do this, and I call it the amoeba defense, morphing defense, where basically it's what the New England, New England Patriots have done for 20 years is whatever you do best. They're going to take that away from you. And they have the athletes that are able to do that, play multiple multiple positions, tackle, you know, get the guys on the ground. Like Lou said on, I think it might have been Dave Lapham's in the Trenches podcast, which go check that out. It's been, it's been awesome this, this week. He's been killing it. Lou said, get them on the ground. It doesn't matter. Tackle them. Get them on the ground. Because he said his favorite play, if I remember this right, it was Chibay Wuzier, and I, I can't remember the, the player he tackled. But it was a one-on-one Tackling drill, uh, out in the open space, and I think it was Henry, the, the running back, and Cheeto Cheeto Bay got him down, and because if he didn't, according to Lou, he would probably ran another 10, 15 yards before Jesse Bates even could have got there. He said that he said that was my favorite play of this whole season, and that is what we have a ton of of guys who can flat run, tackle, and cover. In the secondary, we have guys in this, this whole defense that can cover and can tackle. I mean, Sam Hubbard, 
You can put him at in. You can kick him inside. Kick him inside. You can put him at linebacker. There's so many things he can do because I know when we re-signed him last year, I was like, ah, he's not that much of you know. You don't get a whole lot of pressure on the quarterback. But there's so many other things he can do. You know, that's what makes him great. Because if you guys remember in the Kansas City Chiefs game when Patrick Mahomes was standing there waiting, 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 and wouldn't and for some dumb reason wouldn't throw the ball away. Sam stood there and stood there, and he's got he's got him in sight to fly. Sam just takes off. And he sacks him, and Holmes uh, drops the ball. And unfortunately for us, they got the ball back. But that's what I'm saying. Sam's got multiple skills, and it fits what Lou is trying to do. Lou just doesn't want a guy to put your, you know, fingers in the dirt and go forward. You know, he wants you to be able to back up, move forward, go side to side, do whatever you want. And the same thing where you know we have everybody standing up, and nobody knows who's coming, who's going, who's doing what. This is what we had to a certain extent last year. We're going to have it even more this year, along with an offensive line who can protect jackpot Joey Burrow. And, oh, I don't know, Joe Mixon, who can run? (laughs) He's going to have an offensive line. This would be the best offensive line Joe Mixon has ever had. Do you you guys understand this? This is why I'm getting so excited about it. There's, we can, that's, people tell me I'm I'm crazy. When I say, we could, we could drop 40 on people. I legitimately believe we could drop 40 on people. <laughs> I really do with this. And with this defense, we could shut them out. <laughs> you know, yes, it's May and I'm drinking a Kool-Aid, but I got my orange sunglasses on. Where are they at? I don't even know where they are. They're in my truck right now. I got my orange sun, sunglasses on, but dude, I'm telling you, I cannot freaking wait until football season. I want to shut everybody up again. It was so much fun shutting everybody up last year. It's like, because, you know, you used to wear your bangle stuff. And you're like, oh. Why are we in Bengals? Because that's what I got two years ago when me and, me and Mrs. Ice went down to Tampa for the Super Bowl. And I was wearing my Jackpot Joey Burrow jersey. And so, like, well, Bengals, why are you wearing the Bengals? I was like, because I'm from Cincinnati and they're freaking awesome. They're going to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> they're not going to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I told all my in-laws, Bengals are going to go to the Super Bowl. My sister-in-law was like, why are you guys still big, big on this guy, Joe Burrow? I mean, yeah, he was good college, but he hasn't done anything in, in, you know, in the NFL. And he hurt his knee. I'm like, I said, okay, just wait. I said, he's good. I said, he's really, really good. I said, just watch. And I was right. And I'm going to be right about this. Now, granted, they got to stay healthy. They got to stay healthy. They stay healthy. Don't be fun. I can't wait. All right, let's see here. John, what's up? Uh, How cool is it that we can talk about a great team every day? Wish September was here. Exactly. Because, like, uh, let's see, Robert, like, yeah, I don't want to wear my red stuff. That's like, oh my goodness. They're so, can, can an, an ownership group look any worse than the Castellinis do right now? I mean, they're blowing smoke up our butt saying, oh, we're trying to win. We're going to be competitive. Blah, blah. You're three and 21. <laughs> Let me say three and 21. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh yeah. You're trying to, you're trying to be competitive. Dude, we're not going to be competitive for, God knows how long. I, and I feel bad for David Bell. I don't think David Bell is the greatest manager. But what in the world is a man supposed to do? <laughs> we'll see. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Samuel. What do you got here? I got a Hooday. Oh, did, oh, did you? He said, I got a Hooday in Madison Square Gardens from a girl at a John Mayer concert in New York. That is awesome. Oh, dude, when I went down to Florida, uh, when was that? I went down, we went down in March. That's what it was. Yeah, for my mother's uh birthday. And I was wearing all Bengal stuff. I, everything I brought was Bengals. And I got so many who days and, and I got hugs like, you guys are so close. You guys are so close. I can't believe it. I'm like, we're rooting for you. I'm like, that's awesome. You know what I want to do though? I'm hoping in about 10 years from now, they're not rooting for us because we've won so many freaking Super Bowls. <laughs> you know, because I think we got a shot. Winning more than one. We'll see what happens. Let's see here. William Jackpot Jerry Burrow is the best quarterback in your division. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Haas, do you think they would target any more free agents before the start of the season? Yeah, I could see them because I mean, still got to figure out a fourth wide receiver and you could possibly get another tight end. But I'm hoping, and if you guys watch my show much, I'm a big Thad Moss guy. And I, 
Say what you want about him, but I want to see what the kid can do. Him and Joe Burrow killed the SEC. Killed them. I mean, he was Thad was up there with Jefferson and Chase as far as catches and stuff, and as far as an offensive weapon. I want to see what he can do. Now, unfortunately, he has not been able to stay healthy. He was going to get a shot last year. I was really excited. Like, sweet. I want to see what they can do. And then they got injured in warm-up. So that's the one I'm hoping he gets a shot. Now, if they pick up another free agent, you know, a tight end in the free agency, I don't know. I honestly don't even know who's out there, to be honest. But, yeah, I can see them trying to pick somebody up there. They got a couple guys from uh, uh, um, undrafted free agents. So we'll see what happens. But I, I can see them trying to pick somebody up um, three spots, you know, wide receiver, tight end, and another uh, defensive a three tech. If you if you can get one, you know, now Kareem Hicks is still out there. I like him, but we'll see. Yes, Troy, I, I agree with you. And I love Big Daddy Bayou. Another interesting story is to watch is Tyler Shelvin. And his first game when he got to play against Cleveland, he didn't look so good. But I, he made some plays in the playoffs. I mean, he didn't get a ton of playing playing time, but he did. Now he's not a three tech. I think he's a I think he's a two gap, is what he is. But I, I'm very and that's another guy I love. And, and he's he's cool as hell too. And I'm hoping I hope I can get him on the show sometime because I told him I said, hey, I got a video. And this is way back in the channel. You guys can go find it of when the Bengals were walking out to practice last year. I said, hey, we got a nickname for you, Big Daddy Bayou. And he looks at me and goes. My nickname's Dragon. I said, Dragon? I said, hey, and he keeps walking away from me. He goes, I got a tattoo of it. I said, you do? He's like, yeah. Like, all right, so the next day I went out to practice. I said, all right, let me see this tattoo. So he stopped, and he's got a tattoo of a dragon on his on his calf. So I think Tyler Shelvin is a great dude. It, it, there's a bunch of these great guys on this team, just like Deontay Smith was, you know, or is, and he was gracious enough to come on my show today. That was awesome. So, anyway, Troy, what do you got? You're blowing it up, Troy. Uh... Leo, as well. I really hope we can get him to. I don't know. See, and I feel bad for Larry that, I, from what I've been told, and I do not have any inside sources or anything. This is from somebody who claims to know stuff. His foot's more messed up than we think it is. Now, one thing I say is, what team would know more about how messed up his foot is than the Bengals because he played for them now. I feel bad for Larry because he had a great year. Uh, he was going to get paid by the Bears, and that's what he came here to do. You know, go win, go win a Super Bowl and then come out and get paid, which he did. And then his foot didn't pass the physical. So I'm willing. I, I think he's going to have to get another prove it deal. I would love to get him, no matter when he's ready. You know, I would I would love the Bengals to resign him, even if he's not ready at the beginning of the season. He's a guy you got in your back pocket that when he gets healthy, you know what he can do. So we will see what happens. Kane, who day? What's up, brother? What's going on? So anyway, if you guys are showing up late to the show, Deontay Smith was on with me for about uh, 10, 15 minutes. He's a great guy. So when I get done, go back, rewind it, watch the interview. Give me lots of likes and subscribe, share everything. And again, I appreciate all of you guys watching and paying attention to this. Hopefully, like I said, that interview is the beginning of many more. I'm going to have to go back and watch it again see how bad I was. We'll see. Anyway, let me get to the uh, Facebook groups that let me live stream. And as always, I appreciate every single one of them. They are Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Cincinnati Reds, Riding Third, Heading for Home, Bearcat Ruckus, Bearcat Country, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar. And then you follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. TikTok is at Iceman90. I will be pulling off the sound later on tonight. So if you want to listen to the Deontay Smith interview, you know, while you're at work, in your car, or whatever, check it out. Download it. It's on BeanPod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. Give me a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. Leave a comment so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. YouTubers, you guys are awesome. Like I said, this channel has been blowing up here lately. I appreciate it because I've been doing a lot of work trying to get some really good content out for you guys. And uh, you guys have been eating it up, so I appreciate it. But I'm at 1,657 subscribers. That is awesome. I'm trying to get to 2,000 before the football season starts. So help me get there. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors about sports with strawberry ice. And other than that, tomorrow, 
I have Jay Morrison on the show. Or we will be recording it during the day. So I might release a snippet or something of it during the day, but then the whole thing will be played live at 5.30. So make sure you guys check into that. We'll get Jay's thoughts on the draft, where the Bengals are heading, and all things like that. Jerome, what's up, baby? Well, one of my boys from uh, Section 158, what's going on? What's going on? Anyway, other than that, that's just sports, baby. See ya!